When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The mullet magic is back and so is Petey's mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. LFG. Leah, this is the first time. Is this the first time I've heard the wind music or second? No, it's the second. Okay, it felt like the first. It, it's been a while since it's you been were a minute. here. It's been a minute since music. I've been here. Yeah. And then let's, can we talk about that first? Just really quick. Okay. Jason Demers sits in three shows in a week. Three shows in a week. Then what happens? Gets a job. Gets a job. <laughs> Working for a team. So thanks, Jason Demers, for sitting in. The, but the San Jose Sharks were watching his tape for sure. Yep, beat it, pigeon. And he's done. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done, yeah, And I promised Javier we saw Javier at the game today, and he said, where is your mullet? So nice. we promised he'd wear it on the post-game show. So I will if wear they won, it. Which they did. I will start with it. Every mullet magic win. Great. And it's back. It's back. So thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. We got Emma behind the Mac. It's, Emma uh, behind the Mac. It's, okay, it's rotating. It's, rotating. it's yep. musical chairs back there. Um, Craig will be calling in from Mullet shortly. We'll get him for longer than five minutes because he, ha- he doesn't have a bus to catch. In fact, Craig's going to be at Mullet for many more hours because he's staying around for the ASU <laughs> game. Gives up till seven. Just gave himself a 14-hour day for no reason. Um, but Petey, first of all, glad to have you back. Second yeah, it's of all, really good to be back. Coyotes win two one home opener. And, and and I tell you what, it, w- it wasn't necessarily pretty at times. Um, I would call it spicy. It was very spicy. It's a spicy. I, the, these two teams they do clearly not like do not each like each other. Familiarity nope. breeds contempt, and they've played each other a lot. They had three preseason games against each other. They had some bad blood boiling over from two years ago, last year, and it continued this year. This game was, as you say. Spicy. Well, Petey, here's a here's a few nuggets. You There's know- Caleb. Caleb's already tuned in. Oh, Caleb. Caleb instead of Saw wearing Caleb on hat, the jumbotron. Caleb, Caleb wore a mullet beard. Yeah, I appreciated the creativity. Uh, here's a few little nuggets. How about this? Um, the Coyotes have not won their home opener since 2016, 2017. Is that a true thing? Mm-hmm. Wow. So look at you with your nuggets. That was really good. You know, That's really a nugget. I, I'm ready. Like um, and obviously the Coyotes are trying to match or exceed the mullet magic of last year. They were 21, 15 and five last season at home, which was a stark contrast to their road record, which was quite horrendous um, last season already off to a better start on the road, coming back two and two from this first road trip, you know, coming back to mullet, getting that win. Um, and I would say for the most part, PD, they look good. So let's go over the numbers and then we can get into it. Uh, a little bit deeper coyotes shots uh 28 to 33 and the power play what <laughs> we'll oh, to oh we'll, we'll get, get to, to that um so 
yeah, so Anaheim outshot the Coyotes 33 to 28. Anaheim one for three on the power play. Coyotes one for five hits. We wanted to highlight the hits in this one because this was a really, really physical game. Anaheim had 32 hits. The Coyotes had 22. And then as far as shot attempts, Anaheim had 65. Arizona had 61. PD, where do you want to start? Well, I, I think this has to start with the hits. I think that really set the tempo of this game is how physical this game become. And I think you've got to highlight some players. And, and Matt Dumba is one that you... Man, when he's on the ice, you better keep your head up. Oh, my God. Buddy. So, Leah, the word spicy came up a lot when it came to Dumba. Dumba is a physical player, and one thing that makes him even more effective is his ability to skate. So you've got that kind of physical presence, and you can can get up and down the ice. I tell you what, he's going to be a fun player to watch. But this whole team... Has that little bit of an edge to it? Yeah. Like O'Brien gets in a fight. McBain yeah. can if he needs to. You, I saw McBain like trying to get guys going on the other team. Like he was yelling at guys. You really saw it from everyone. Jason Zucker laid someone out. Oh my god! It's like the, the player was looking like for a fair catch. Puck went up in the air, <laughs> and the the defenseman for Anaheim was trying to grab the puck, and Zucker just ran through him. Unfortunately, on that same play. As some players started pushing and shoving on Zucker, he did not return to the game yeah. after that incident. So we don't really know what's going on with him, but he did not return. Yeah, he left the game with a lower body injury. And then, unfortunately, Michael Carcone took a, I guess it was a shoulder-to-shoulder hit, according to the refs, which I guess you can make the argument. Either way, his head got hit. He was down on the ice. He left the game with an upper body injury um, and did not return. So we'll ask Craig if there's any further updates. We'll probably know more in the coming days, but hopefully it's nothing long-term for those guys. Um, But Jason, I just want to go back to Zucker for a second because he laid someone out. You know, He obviously took a penalty for it. But we've seen not just tonight, but in the the past few games, like – He's not afraid to be physical and try and get the guys going. I see him throwing hits. I see him yelling at guys on the ice, trying to get them going, like showing them their spots, especially the young guys on his line, um, Logan Cooley, obviously. And then he scores goals. I mean, he scored a goal tonight, the first goal at Mullet this season. He scored the a, a goal earlier this week. Um, so now he has two goals this season again. Hopefully his injury isn't long-term, but I just have to say, like, I really like what I've seen from Jason yeah, Zucker. And, and the most important thing carried over from him from Pittsburgh. He's a piece, then you look at Pittsburgh and what they're trying to do with Brian Carlson. He's a guy that really helped drive their bottom six there. And I knew he would be missed there. He, What he brought to them, he's now bringing here, that he can skate. We talked about his ability to get up and down the ice. His skating allows him to be physical, but... The biggest thing that Jason Zucker brings to this team is his leadership yeah. and his experience. And you, thank goodness, Cooley has him because yeah. I, when you're when you want to pair a young player with some veteran presence, I think Jason Zucker is exactly what we're looking for. Now he's getting on the score sheet, which is great. He's trying to build confidence within himself because he wants to have a good year. Um, I I think that was an unbelievably. It, it, Great decision by Bill Armstrong to add him to this group. So great game by Zucker. We hope he's not yeah. out for long. I, I am a little more concerned about Carconi. Yeah. When he took that shoulder hit from Radko Gudis, um, there was some some contact with his head. Like the two heads kind of almost like headbutted each other, and you could see he was in some discomfort. Um, so there's a concern with Carconi. When to anything you're dealing with a, a head, and they call it upper body, so I'm a, you, we'll see his days go on. But that that concerns me. By the way, Kenny said, where's Dumba from? Dumba played in Minnesota, unfortunately not. <laughs> so I appreciate that effort trying to get Minnesota into the conversation. Kenny. Um, also, Jason Zucker, his goal was a power play goal. Um, that second unit, and we'll give flowers to the first unit too because they had some good looks. But the yeah. second unit, just the last two games, 
has had some unbelievable chances. The first unit, it's funny because the first unit had was like 100% in the zone the whole time, didn't score. Then the second unit comes, scores. Um, but they've they've looked really good this week. Um, so great to see you know the, the love being spread around on the power play. But it's um, good, isn't it, that you can have either one of those units can go out there and you have confidence that gosh they, they might they actually have, score. Yeah, they have a chance. And there's some teams that you look at Edmonton. Well, I'll take Edmonton for an example. Their number one power play is a normal power play, and then their second group's eh, yeah, a little meh. You can't really match McDavid, Dreisaitl. Exactly. Yeah, he's right behind him in that and group. In this group, you, either one is, is dangerous. But there are some people, they need to get going, though. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk them about a little that. later. We'll keep on the positive. Yes, positive, um, very positive. It's a it's a huge win. And the mullet magic, you, it's funny you talk about it. It was electric Electric. The, all the mullets around this, the arena looked great. Like, I think I saw three Ducks fans. Like, it was all Coyotes fans. Everyone was wearing yes. jerseys. Everyone was wearing shirts. Like, there was just such good energy. It kind of felt like, you know, that first day back to school where everyone's super excited to see each other. Um, it, it was just a really great vibe in there. I was really happy that we got to go. Um, and just, just uh, I mean... The One magic, thing you brought up, though, the, the, the jerseys back. thing. We've been around this team for a very long time, and you used to go to this team, you know, in the early 2000s, and you'd always see the Detroit Red Wings jerseys more than the Coyotes jerseys, and the Chicago Blackhawks more than the Coyotes jerseys. And you're right. I didn't see the Duck presence. I, I saw a couple. But not but, like yeah. it used to be where half the – you'd, you'd yeah. play a Canadian team, and you felt like you were playing on the road. Like, it's it was really impressive. Well, and everyone we talked to, like, even the security attendants, they're like, I'm excited about this yes. team. Like, there's a buzz around this team that just we just haven't felt in the last few years. Um, that's really that's really. How exciting. about Javier? Yeah, Javier buzzing around in his new shoes. Yeah, he was like he was he had the suit on, but he had the shoe game going, and he was his wife's shoe game oh, on point. Yeah. <laughs> on point. Uh, Javier, yeah, she she might have topped him. Yeah, today. yeah. Unreal. She had the you know what she had the the what do you call it the Wizard of Oz the Dorothy yeah like, the Dorothy red, the red. ruby red they were really that yeah. was fire but, awesome. But again, when I talked to him, it was more about what the community brought. And you and I'm not kidding. When we were on the streets, and we'll talk more about what we did today, but you could see Coyotes jerseys on the streets of Tempe today. And you're like, oh my God, there's a game today, and people care. Yeah, people actually care that there's a game, and and it, that's so unusual. And it's it's I'm telling you, get on now because as we've seen, when the wagons get full, they get full. Get on the streetcar. The streetcar. <laughs> this is a streetcar. No, we're not quite a wagon. We've seen a wagon. Where's that Christopher Canfield there? We saw and Tommy. Her, yeah. Happy birthday, Tommy. Yes, happy birthday, Tommy. Jay Bean said it was so nice to meet you, PD. Um, and there was, oh yeah, JB, yep. and who said it? Um, someone said it that, oh, blatantly asinine said Keller got that desert dog in him. You're absolutely right. Blatantly asinine. He did. And that is why Clayton Keller has that desert dog in him. And he is our player of the game with one goal today and six shots on goal. Wow, Unbelievable. His goal was an absolute snipe there is simply no other way to describe his goal just absolutely incredible shot um technically not a power play they did have a man advantage because it was a delayed penalty for anaheim so veggie went to the bench and they had an extra attacker um but just from that that spot at the top of the circle where he scores on the power play that's where he scored um this beautiful beautiful goal from schmaltz of course and Dursey, which you want to see. So Schmaltz right. and Keller remain on a fire. Heater. They're, they're, they both have six points in five games. Keller and Schmaltz. Crazy. Heater. Like, awesome. And, and the one thing on that goal, and, and Keller gets it, it's a pass. Like Leah said, they had pulled the goalie for the extra track attackers. So they had six attackers. So it looked like a power play. And the pass from Schmaltz through the seam. But what I thought about Keller that, that made that goal for me, 
if you get a chance to see the highlight, is his patience. So once the puck gets on his stick, oftentimes you're going to see the shooters taking the one-timer, that quick hurry-up shot, trying to get it to the net. He waited. Like, he had patience, and he waited till the Anaheim defenders actually screened their own goaltender, and he picked his spot, top left corner. Unbelievable shot. Like, he is getting that goal score touch, that patience, that confidence. He's just got that. When he's got the puck, you feel he's thinking, okay, something's going to happen. Like he, he believes in himself more now because he's put up these kind of numbers. And, and, I, and I think that confidence is going to help push him along this season. I'm not doubting him at all right now. Oh, my God, already? I know. I'm not even used to this new timeline. And, and, and the Howell is right. Elite goaltending tandem. Yeah. Veggie, Veggie, I know. Veggie was great. Um, I mean, the Ducks had 33 shots on goal. Like that was a really great performance um, by – by veggie he stood on his head and you it was funny like when when they won the game they you know the camera went on veggie and he like he like had his hands in the air and yell like you know you don't always see that from goaltenders especially veggie he's usually a pretty even kill um so it was a cool reaction from him and just this tandem of ingram and vimelka has just been so solid and so consistent um and we're so (laughs) we're so lucky to have that um and you know after the islanders game we said we have the the goaltending now the offense just needs to click and we saw it click in St. Louis and even though this was only a 2-1 game I felt like things offensively were were clicking for the most part yeah there's some things and we'll talk about it once Craig joins us because there's some things on the offensive side of the puck I'd like to talk about a little bit yeah. more but, but, but you're right the goaltending right now for this team looks as solid as any 1-2 tandem in in the Western Conference right now and I'm not saying they have the best goaltending I'm saying their tandem is solid and you, you need to go at least too deep in your goaltending to, to do well. I, I'm, I thought veggie was very solid, made the saves he needed to make. And, and that's all you asked for out of your goaltending. And I, I don't know if they're going to continue to go back and forth, back and forth. And if we see Ingram next, when they, Face off against LA uh, on Monday, but we'll see. Nikita Kucherov <laughs> would have Nikita. been seven one if you had more Russians yeah. on the team. Hey, Nikita, they're in but the I'm pipeline. Joining. They're the, in the pipeline. Nikita Kucherov's got a game tonight, but he jumps in. I like it. Watching the show before the game in Tampa. Appreciate um, it. Okay, sorry, Craig. I know you're hanging in the green room, but since you don't have a bus to catch, I'm gonna wait. Make you wait two more minutes because I'm gonna tell everybody about a brand new sponsor that we have. Who? You know about this? I probably don't. Gila River Resorts and Get Casinos. Get out of here. Heard I don't know about you, but I feel good I about this partnership. Oh, if you know, you know. God. New partner alert. We're so excited oh. to partner with Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Arizona's biggest and best resorts and casinos. And we have a $1 million Big Red Showdown at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Wild Horse Pass, Lone View, Viquiva, and Santan Mountain. You can sign up for Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Big Red Showdown. Stay in the game and get rewards. It's that Easy visit HilaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. And for more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to play at Gila.com. So super excited about that partnership. And, you know, always super excited about our partnership with our friends over at Arizona's Family. Um, You know, we talked about just the revolution of the Coyotes being over the air and all of that. And the Phoenix Suns are also over the air over at Arizona's family, which is really cool. You can catch them on channel 44 with your antenna. Um, and if you have cable, you can just watch wherever you get Arizona's family mm-hmm. on your cable service channel three. Normally you can watch it there. Um, 70 plus Suns games right there on AZ family sports, which is really, really cool. So we're excited to partner with them wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns games for listing information for your area. Great resource to help you find your Phoenix, Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. Yeah, say hi to Gina Maravilla, Scotty Passmore, and April Wernicke for me. They're my morning friends. They don't know it, 
what I do. You did tell Mark McQueen. I did tell Mark yeah. McQueen. <laughs> I have my morning coffee with the ABC, or ABC, the, the morning family. Sorry, I got my TVs mixed up. My, my um, Arizona family. Good morning, Arizona crew. Every day. All right. Sorry, we've been sorry, keeping Craig. Craig waiting long enough. So without further ado, let's bring in Craig from the mullet. Craig, what's up? How you guys doing? You didn't keep me waiting as much as you kept Mac waiting because Mac is going to go get me dinner. But she wanted to get photos of me on the air. So like hat, tip of the hat right now to Michaela Perkins for actually hanging out and getting me dinner tonight because both of us are hanging for the second half. Uh, my NHL, goodness. NCAA doubleheader. Can we, uh, put, can we move that game time up? Can they start it at five? Yeah, what is the it, heck? Is there anything we can do, Craig? Uh -huh. Can we help you Trust out? Yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see that, but it's not happening. Oh, my goodness. Well, Craig, um, the mullet magic continues on in a 2-1 win. We've talked a lot about the positives, so we'll get your take, and then we'll dive into some more of the details and maybe some of the areas for improvement. I like this game for the Coyotes in this sense. This was their fourth game in six nights. They came off a really tough road trip. They got a physical test. They lost two forwards. They went out there for the third period, down two forwards. But they responded. They gutted this one out. They got this win. I felt like, and, and I know it, it's stupid to be talking about games that you need to win this early in the season. And Andre Turini was, was chirping me the other day for even bringing it up. But when you come off a road trip, you get this game, then you got to go back on the road. This is a team you should beat, right? If you want to take that next step forward. I thought they responded. They, I thought they played well. They, they matched them physically. He talked about how the Ducks attack. They're relentless on the forecheck and it will wear you down. Well, they, they weathered it, and they and as you guys were just mentioning, Karel Vimelka was such a key piece to this win. Yet again, the goaltending shines for the Coyotes. Yeah, they got through that second period. They got all shot 17-10 to 10 in the second period alone, and I thought that's where the, the turning point of this game really could have happened if, if Karel Vimelka doesn't play as well as he did. But, Craig, you and I were sitting. Those press seats are really close to the ice. We get to watch from the player's perspective pretty close. And one of the things that yeah. Craig and I were concerned about early – was a team that the Coyotes team not getting a lot of shots on net. And you look at the scoreboard, they're being out shot, and you go, good grief, they're in a good position to shoot, and they're not shooting the puck enough. And it's, it's, I don't want to get in the point where we're yelling at the mullet again to shoot, 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 but I felt there were opportunities today that they got to get the puck at the net, especially when they're tired and they're playing four and six. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, that's that, and that's the thing, right? They're playing four and six. I, I think this team was a little emotionally tired as much as anything they talked sure. about in the, in the dressing room after Liam O'Brien mentioned it. But as he said, that's the NHL schedule and they probably had a worse schedule last year. They absolutely had a worse schedule. We know they did last year. So again, just find a way to get the win, right? And move on. This team is three and two. This is a good start as they head to back to back games with LA home and home. Craig, we also saw a lot of physicality in this game, a few fights, a few big, huge hits um, as well. Did Andre have anything to say about the physicality specifically? Yeah, it just and, and again, just matching it, right? They, they, they knew they were going to get a test. These teams don't like each other, guys. We know this. I mean, there was... That was apparent. There, was, there were three straight preseason games to fuel this, but as we know, this goes back even deeper uh, these teams have a history. Uh, I'm not sure Troy Stetcher's a big fan of this this particular team. <laughs> yeah. um, there a few guys in particular, Tyson Nash, probably not either. Um, but they have they have a history. Um, so you expected this sort of battle between them when they've been playing so many times in recent days. 
Yeah, especially for the Coyotes playing the Ducks a lot in the preseason as well. Um, Craig, one of the side effects of the physicality is we had a few injuries. I know that we already mentioned that both the both players who left and did not return. Were there any further updates on Carconi or Zucker? Unfortunately, not at this point. Andre did not have any further information. I even asked him if there was a sort of a level of concern and he didn't even know that at this point. So we're, they're, they're going to be off tomorrow. I'm not sure we'll hear anything until Monday on the day that they, they leave for L.A. Okay, well, hopefully it's nothing too serious because I think both those players in Carconi last game, like you really started to see his game, you know, especially yeah. moving up to that third line. You kind of saw him start to find his pace. And, you know, at the start of the show, we talked a lot about what Zucker's been bringing to this team. So hopefully it's not serious for either of them because I think they're both at this point – have significant roles on this team, especially Zucker. Yeah, Carcone, uh, it looked like it happened on that Radko Gudis hit right at the end of the period. And I'm not sure if it's shoulder, if he's got a concussion. There, there, there are a lot of possibilities. I hate to speculate on that. I don't even know what happened with Jason Zucker. Obviously, there was that altercation. He went to the penalty box and then he left and didn't come back. So we're just going to have to wait and see. You, you hope that you don't lose either of those guys, but again that's the nhl season as well right at least the the schedule is a little bit spaced out next week and we're not doctors and we're not playing them on tv but we lee and i when we got back to the studio we got to watch that that altercation with with zucker several times and there was just nothing outwardly apparent from from the tv replays and views that, that we said oh something happened there we just didn't see it as a matter of fact when he went to the penalty box to serve the penalty he was very he, animated he was laughing and laughing and he it was fine and then all of a sudden something so something during that altercation following that big hit that he had. Craig, one of the things we've talked about a lot from the time he got drafted right up until today is Logan Cooley. Did you get a chance and have any thoughts on Logan Cooley's game today? I I see flashes, Petey. I see flashes. We, did, we, we didn't talk about Logan Cooley in the postgame. I didn't think he was really the story today. You, you see plays like he made where he, he was battling the entire way when he was on that one rush. And multiple times he got the puck knocked off his stick, but he still was able to corral it and make a play in front of the net. Um, so he creates a scoring opportunity there simply with his speed and his skill. But it just feels like it's still, I don't know, it feels like it's uneven, Petey. Um, we talked about this a little bit on the road trip. Some of the plays that he makes in the neutral zone with the puck, he's probably got to learn to manage the puck a little better in some of those areas. But, you know, as, as Andre said, look, he, I, I like his compete level on every night. It's not like effort or focus or any of those things are an issue. He's just a really young kid playing in the NHL right now, and it's a big step up from the NCAA. Yeah, and, and your decision-making changes, too, from when you play in the NCAA yeah. to the NHL. And I, I watched him a little closer today. It's the first time I've got to see him live in a real NHL game. And there were times I never questioned his compete. I agree with you there. The kid competes and he wants to win and he works extremely hard. Sometimes though, you could just see his motor runs and you'd like, he makes decisions different than he, than he will when he becomes more experienced. I think that's the best well, way to put it's, it. It's the game just moves so much faster exactly. than he's used to. But even yeah. so, I feel like he's still like, just by the way he skates, you're like this kid. Oh, has there's no something. question. It's crazy. To there's see. no question that that's in him. I just think, I think the coaches, the coaches are going to look at this and they're going to be hypercritical and, and bear is going to be hypercritical because he needs to make this player 
into what we all know he can be. So when you see these little mistakes about, gosh, he just went to the front of the net. He should have gone to the corner and helped dig the puck out. Like those little things and those reads, I think, will come with more experience. The kid's going to break out. Do you think that there's a little bit of a monkey on his back that he hasn't gotten yes. his first goal? Yep. Whether and I he think admits that, it or not. I, I think that, that will help. The release some of that tension and pressure and get that weighted off his shoulders for sure. Connor Bedard had it. He got that wraparound goal when he's playing against Boston. I think Cooley needs to get that, and I think that will help open up his game a little bit more. And you know, I was really hoping it would be tonight. I know. I was. Oh, I wanted. But it. we can wait. Yeah, you guys were laying predictions on this, but uh, I know. Yeah, I agree, especially for a kid that you know is just coming into the league. That will help relax him a little bit, but. On the flip side of it, I, I feel like Lawson Krause needs to get that first. Goal I was about to bring that up. Right yeah. It feels like Cooley and Hayton, or sorry, uh, Krause and Hayton just can't buy one right now. And they've been in all the right places. I feel like Krause had a few good opportunities today, um, and he just can't get one. And uh, speaking of monkey on your back, like he must be feeling it for sure. Because yeah, it's it's been a, a, I guess a bit of a dry start for him. Yeah, and he's a. Uh... He's his own worst critic. That's just how he approaches things. So I'm, I'm sure he's thinking about a little bit, a little bit frustrated right now. You mentioned Barrett Hayton, though, and I'm glad you brought that up because there's another guy who's getting a bunch of chances just by the product of where he's playing and who he's playing with. The play where Clayton Keller walked through four ducks and then sent that backhand pass under a stick right onto Barrett Hayton's tape. Wow, what a play. Like, you, you want to see Barrett Hayton finish that. He, he didn't. It's too bad because that's the kind of thing that can get you going. But... Clayton Keller was dealing at times tonight. He is just, he's fun to watch. He's got some crazy skill to him at times in this game. You look at the, there's, it's a tale of two sides of the, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what you're saying. Keller and Schmaltz are on fire, <laughs> six points in five games. And then you bring up Kraus and Hayton have zero points in five games combined. And, and I think those are players that this team has traditionally a difficulty in scoring and providing offense. They need secondary offense. We know that's, the top two, Schmaltz and Keller, are going to drive the bus right now. But you need, this team is going to, if they're going to continue to have success and put up wins, I, they're going to need Bukestead. They're going to need Kraus. They're going to need Hayton. Like, these guys are going to have to start to provide some of that offense. I, 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 that's the only thing scaring me right now. It's so top-heavy. And, and throw a jersey in there. The three of those guys are by far carrying this offense right now and they're going to to be relevant as the season goes on they're going to need secondary scoring having said that schmaltz and keller right now the pace they're on yeah man they're a threat to score anytime they're on the ice i schmaltz right now and i i'm hard on nick schmaltz i really am out of his consistency and his ability to defend he's got a little spark underneath him right now and his his ability to retrieve pucks from opponents and lift sticks and get the puck going back the other way and starting transition has allowed him to be the offensive players become already this year so if he can continue this this tandem on this team of, of schmaltz and keller is is really really fun to watch yeah i completely agree on nick schmaltz and i want to yeah you've brought this up many times pd consistency so you want to see him do it for a, a length of time before you get excited about maybe him taking yet that final step maybe to becoming an elite player in the league. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely keeping an eye on that. That's that's a story I want to dig into a little bit more. And then go, just going back to the goaltending for the last thing that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to go back to this idea of rotating goalies. I asked it again of Andre, and he said, I think you see that on really good teams. And I'm thinking to myself, 
No, you don't. You don't yeah. see you don't see goalies alternating games, but I think they're going to keep doing this because why the hell wouldn't you with the way these two guys have been playing in this situation? And by the way, Connor Ingram set me up and I had a feeling it was a setup, so I asked off camera. I didn't ask on camera. I knew he was setting him up. He's like, you gotta ask Corell about his new cat. Corell does not have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a jokester. That's that is, so funny. Uh, that's good. Elite. That's good. But Craig, as a former goaltender, I'm going to ask you this. How do you think that relationship between those two players, Ingram and Vimelka, is either making this easier to alternate or more difficult? And, and I say that only in most teams... My, you, you, even the good teams, I'm the guy. Like, I'm the guy. I'm playing tomorrow. I'm the guy, and I need a rest, so the backup's going to play. I, I'm just wondering how long the every other day thing, if it is going to work, great, but there's egos when it gets to goaltenders, just like you. You've got a yep. huge ego, and, and you <laughs> want to play. Buddy, I would never have wanted to give the net up to you, buddy. Exactly. Can you, can you imagine so, you two oh on a God. tandem? Holy <laughs> Yeah. I'd be, I yeah. Craig and I'd be fighting the other way. I want to be on the bench today. <laughs> <laughs> my knee. So yeah, I don't know. Knee. You know, I don't know how this is going to work out. It, it, eventually, I would expect somebody to get hot, and it's not going to be as big a deal because uh, they'll ride someone for a while. But right now, they're both red hot, and and you always hear, oh, they're they're really good friends. They have a great like. When have you ever heard? Yeah, these two guys hate each other. Hate each so, other. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I can tell you that while we were doing the post-game interview, like right in my line of vision is Connor Ingram watching us uh, interview Karel Vimelka, and he's looking right at me smiling, saying, ask about the cat. Ask about the cat. <laughs> and Karel's just laughing, so it does seem like they have at least a, a friendly relationship. And I think you're That's right, awesome. Craig. I think during this 82-game season, when ebbs and flows so much, whether it's injuries or tiredness or some guy's going to get hot, like you said, I don't know if you're going to see every other game or you're going to see, oh, Corral just got a shot. They're going to go with Corral again. Oh, he was hot again, and you go Corral three, but then, then he gets tired, and then Ingram can go three. I think my guess is I think as this season wears on and becomes so difficult then I think you're not going to see the every other game as opposed to you're going to still see them even, but just playing more games in a row. Just my guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but I'm going to write about these guys soon. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Looking forward to it. Um, don't forget the cat. Yeah. Don't forget, gotta <laughs> ask. Um, Craig, we'll let you go so you can have like a minute of downtime before and yet another game at Mullet Arena. Um, and I guess we should just acknowledge how cool this is. Um, to see an NCAA, yeah. NHL back to back in the same building, um, I like those days for me in Tucson. ACHA in the afternoon, and then AHL in the evening. This is crazy. Coyotes in the day, which is what we always dreamt of. Yeah, daytime Coyotes games because of ASU. I mean, for the three of us, this is like our ideal game time. Um, but really, really cool and really special that we have this here in the Valley. Yeah, don't sleep on the Sun Devils. They are 3-0 and right now, and they've, they've beaten good opponents. These are not elite opponents. They're going to get those. Denver's coming soon. But they're playing really well right now. They're doing it with defense. TJ Sentefelder's been terrific. So it's interesting. I You, you lose Josh Doan, and you, you lose Robert Mastro-Simone, and you wonder, is this team going to struggle a little bit? Well, not so far. They're off to a really good start. And if they can sweep Northern Michigan tonight, they're going to be a team really worth watching because they have a lot of home games, and they have a really good opportunity to maybe – Make an NCAA tournament berth right as they go into the NCAHC. 
Awesome. Well, we're going to talk more about ASU on Monday's show. Craig, go enjoy your dinner. I heard at one point Michaela asking you if you wanted fries I know, off I heard camera. That too. I think she thought <laughs> she was being quiet, but we could hear her. Did you but, hear that? Yeah. I heard that yeah. too. You want fries? I told her to text me, so. Yeah, <laughs> Craig, I have one yeah, more question, exactly. Craig. Are you going to stay in the suit for the ASU game, or is there a change of clothes? TBD, buddy. TBD. I do have That's an a... option for a change of clothes. So, so Craig, I think see. this is his fourth, third or fourth outfit of the day already. I he, mean, he, I've changed multiple times. He brought times like a suitcase, today. like a suitcase I would travel with to hey, the guys, airport, like a big one. Hey, That's what he brought have to the game. I to interrupt you here because my pedicurist is here, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, got to get that done before the ASU game, Craig. Right. Well, enjoy the game. We'll be following your Twitter tonight to see what goes on in that game. And um, keep us posted. And we'll see you Monday? Monday. Yeah. Monday. See you Monday. Bye, Craig. Well, it's nice to get Craig for more than three minutes. Yeah, I, I, I watched the, that was more than he was in the in the first four games combined. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Sterling's no. right though. That that one thing about the goaltender tandem. Sterling brought up the Boston Bruins last year with Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman, and their relationship. I think really helped propel that team to the top yeah. record in hockey. Is they did get along, and I do think, and I'm not in the room, but I do feel that with these two guys as well. So hopefully they help carry this team because they're going to need really solid goaltending um, because you don't play the Anaheim Ducks every day. Yeah. Um, and the cat story is a good story. Fantastic. Really I didn't fun. know Joel had a cat. And then I look at Joel's, what do you call that again? Avatar? Yeah, the avatar is a cat. I never really paid I that much never attention. looked at it close enough to yeah, understand what it was. That's Joel so and a cat. Funny. Joel didn't get to go to the game today. No, but we did see Christina and, and Delilah. Delilah. So. Delilah. Yep. yep. Um, well, PD, this might be the first post-game show since the season started that we're not drinking Four Peaks. Um, yes, but that's true. It doesn't mean that we can't drink Four Peaks later today. We still have the D-backs game to watch, so I know the Four Peaks will be flowing. The yes. Four Peaks were flowing today at Illegal Pete's, which we will talk about in a little bit. Um, but grab yourself a Four Peaks. It's a great day. It's a great sports day in the Valley. Nothing goes with it quite like a Four Peaks. Oh, wow. I had pumpkin porter the other night on the I show. I know. I saw that live. Oh, so good. Yep. Um, and if you haven't been to the A Street Pub, they're... Their October events are the best. Like, there's truly no, no better time um, to be at the A Street Pub than October. So you can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find your, all your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours. They're all right around the corner. You can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. And you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. It's really too bad JD isn't here for this next read because i know he would be on top of it it's shady rays um J I think, did he JD's leave us rays. for san jose or did he leave us to be the shady rays national i don't know because he know. could be he he really he could nailed be. it um i saw someone in the discord because Leaned into it. Yep. when there was a power play like there wasn't a power play sponsor that they announced oh yeah and someone said like it should be jd's shady rays power play love it yeah so i mean i think shady rays should sponsor the power play um, we met Altex today. Altex is on, finally at, the at the airport, airport. already. That's Flew in this Altex, morning. That's freaking commitment, by the way. Buddy. Um, but, I have a picture of him. I, I'll tweet it later. Yeah. But if you haven't checked out Shady Rays, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polar eye sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Um. PD, we have some video from post game. We do? Yeah. How did that happen? Because Michaela's there. Oh, that's what happens. Thanks, <laughs> um, and so we we talked about mullet, the magic being back. It's kind of the theme, the vibe of the show. Um, and I think we have a video of Liam O'Brien talking about 
being happy to be back on home ice. So let's hear from Liam O'Brien on the mullet. So much fun at the mullet. You know, I think the boys love it. So, um, yeah, it was a blast just being in front of our fans and getting them going. And you could tell they're all riled up and you can hear them. They're on top of you. And it's awesome. It's fun. Ton of fun. I feel like Liam O'Brien was getting the crowd going right after that fight. Like when he was going to the penalty box, you can tell he was trying to, you know, get the crowd involved. And I felt like the crowd was involved. And, you know, it was a tight turnaround for them coming back late Thursday night, having a matinee today. But I think it being the home opener, like JD talked about it, you have more juice when it's the home opener. And I think one of the things, too, when you go to the mullet, and I know it's on the college campus, but you do still, and I know it's small, and so you don't have people don't have to remind me because I've seen it. Um, but but you get those chants, like at a college game, like when the goalie gets scored on, and you, you don't get that in an NHL hockey game. Hey, goalie, it's all your fault. It's all That's great. You don't yeah. get those things. You don't get the chance going. You don't get the crowd into it like you do. And that smaller venue, it's still, I know it's a different vibe for the ASU games, and Craig's going to talk about that on Monday, but it, the crowd's into it. You don't have a choice but to be into it because you're so on top of the action. There's a there's an absolute vibe in the mullet, period. And then nobody's going to tell me different. What do, you, what do you say or I'll fight you? You have to fight me or something? Sure. I don't remember. That's a thing. That's a meme or something <laughs> you kids talk about today. Kids these days. Um, we just talked about the tough turnaround. Um, and actually Liam O'Brien talked about that as well. It's like, he's reading our show, our talking points and speaking directly to them. Um, so let's hear from O'Brien on the turnaround. Yeah. I mean, it was a quick turnaround, but that's just the NHL schedule. Um, just the way it is. (laughs) I think our schedule last year was worse. I think our schedule last year was worth just the way it is. That's Coyote's hockey. Well, the good news is today is Saturday, and I would assume that tomorrow's the day off. Well, yeah, Craig said tomorrow. Oh, he did? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention? No. Okay. That's you not the first time. Yeah, I do. You just glue your eyes well, talking, over I just stop. So that means then, then Monday they get on a plane. So they'll skate Monday morning and get on a plane. We won't, but Craig will. But the good news about next week is like two games. They, yeah, they only have literally only two games. Like last week was brutal. Terrible. They played Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Next week they play Tuesday, Friday. That's it. Um, and it's just home and home with LA, which isn't even a long flight. Um, so kind of get to catch their breath, yeah. maybe ice some ice some injuries. And yeah, I, I think it's important. And that LA King team's a really good team, and some some have them as one of the top teams in the Pacific Division this season. You play them twice in a week. I think you're going to get some bad blood by the time they get back to the mullet on Friday. So I'm interested to see how that plays out but I want to see how they play against a better team and we saw them play against some of the better teams in the Eastern Conference now they have to play somebody that's a little bit better in the Western Conference in the LA Kings and I know um, this is one of their rivals and I think these next two games are important for this team to show where they fit Anaheim's going to struggle they're going to have a really tough season but LA is where do we fit where do we fit in some of the better teams in the league so I'm excited to see that over the next few days and then I can't wait for the following Monday Oh, Bedard at the mullet. We'll talk about that a lot next week. Um, You know, Spencer, I think, put it eloquently. Yeah, 47,000 games on the road to start last season. It was insane. Spencer, I think it was about 47,000. I I felt like it. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll listen to one more video. This one is Carl Vimelka. We talked about how good he was tonight. Um, And he spoke about the physicality of the game today and how the D-men really had to battle to help protect the crease. Here's Veggie. Not really. I just focus for for another shot and uh, just uh, uh, stay positive. So uh, I just uh, watch it uh, 
what's going on around me. So yeah, obviously it was a big battle for my, my especially D-man. But we did a really good job around the net and uh, we protected uh, the, the crease very well. It's all good. Oh, uh -oh. we just got distracted because there's a baby. Baby in the studio. This is Hadley's second time on Coyotes, Coyote by the way. Yep. She was like a tiny baby I'm last concerned time. Concerned oh. by you, baby. I know that's I, a, know. I have that effect on children, but she's got her diamondback shirt on. Oh my on. gosh! She's already D-backs cutie. And she is, and she's ready she's for the ball game. She's gonna be the good luck. Now, are Look you guys all jeans. going to the game? Are you kidding me? Oh, they're going me? to the game. Yeah, they're going to the game. <gasps> You're so lucky because we're gonna be sitting here. <laughs> no, no, we, we love it here. Don't get that Saul Espo. Oh we love goodness. it here. Look at the like diamondback Hi. cutie. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. Yeah, uh -oh. that's the good vibes. Hadley brought the good vibes. That's what we needed. <laughs> Thank you. We're, we're setting luck. the tone for the day. Yes. Yeah, setting the tone for the day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, um, <laughs> now I'm so thrown off, but that's okay. I know, but that Vimelka, I, I tell you what, and he's a calm, cool cucumber. As funny as Ingram is and outgoing, I, I don't get that vibe from Veggie. Veggie's very, very stoic. Very stoic, yeah. 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 But it's good. Good tandem. You know, Connor Ingram is funny, but he's still like cool oh, and calm. Oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, on the ice he is, yeah. yeah it's, oh, boy. It's cool. And he's, pre like, he's probably going to play LA on Tuesday, right? Yeah, if, at this rate, well, how they're yeah, I doing think. I mean, I, I've been guessing right so far this year, so maybe. Yeah. Um, Kyle says, hello from Toronto. Great win today. My hometown. Hello, Kyle. Thanks yeah. for watching. Yeah. Um, well, we can take a look at the upcoming schedule since we've been talking about the games against LA. 7.30 start our first of the season. Ah, we've been spoiled boo. by these 4 and 5 o'clock starts and the 1 o'clock starts. Can I do that one from bed? <laughs> sure. What if I did? I mean, just, that would I, be hilarious. Because I, I swear, like, what's that to me? 10.30 at night? Buddy. Yeah. Oh, Brutal. PHNX after dark. Um, and then next Friday, home against the Kings at 7. You know, a normal, uh, normal start. But right back. Right back in it. That's those West Coast games. But you know the PHLY guys, like when when oh, Philly goes imagine? east, they're, yeah, they're so the games start at eleven. Yeah, I won't complain. Brutal. But I, no, I will complain. I'll complain about everything I can possibly complain about. <laughs> if you know, you know. Sorry, that is That's true. Just but but, but I, I think Leah, this was a great first game at the Mullet to start the season. Even though they had played four games in six nights and they're tired and they flew from the East Coast, all of those things, and you played a, a rival in the Anaheim Ducks. I I think the win. The two points was the most important. I think this team will be better. I didn't get that, that, you know, we, we, we've sat in the mullet before and you get that, wow, the Coyotes are all over them and the Coyotes are buzzing and they're skating. I, I didn't get that sense today. And I think that will come as they get, they get more into, into the season and get, you know, yeah. Get their legs but out. I will say that did not feel like a two, one game. Like sometimes you're watching and I mean, it was one nothing for most of the game. Like sometimes you're watching a one nothing game, like the, the game on Tuesday, where you're like, please, know, someone get, do something do like something. this. I'm so bored. I never felt that, and I don't know if it's because I was there, so I was in the atmosphere. But I just felt like there was a lot of physicality, a lot of chances both ways, um, and it made it an entertaining game. Yeah, so. and I think that they're going to have to be able to play a bunch of different styles this season. You, there are so many teams, and we saw it against the Island, where it is a more physical game. Today, I thought it was a more physical game. LA is going to be a physical game. You're going to have to play like that, and then you're going to have to turn on and play the Oilers, and you're going to have to play quick, and you're going to have to get up and down the ice fast. So I think that this team is built that they can play both ways, and I like the team toughness of the Arizona Coyotes right now. And I have said it before, and I'll continue to say it. I, I always, I'm concerned about their defending as a team. Def Defending unit, yeah. but their goalies have bailed them out. Yeah, and the defense—I tell you what—they've got a little bit of bite to them. And this was without Brown in the lineup again tonight. Yeah. Dumba carried a little bit of that. So, 
We'll see. I thought Dermot was good tonight again. Yeah. I mean, he's becoming a stalwart in the back end there. That So maybe they're going to prove me wrong and the back end's going to be a little better. As I said, need more goals. Not enough fans shouting. Shoot. Oh, it's coming. Which, lately. by the way, like we were almost shouting yeah, I was in the press notes. box. I was, I was like, shoot. You were like writing it down. Yeah, like, shoot. shoot the puck. It drives me insane. <laughs> but, but, but importantly, when they get in the locker room, coaches are going to dissect this one because they have time. They don't play till Tuesday. But, but for the team, this is a big win. And, and, and I, I, you know why it's a big win, Leah? Guess who's in a playoff spot right now? Shut up. Swear to God. <laughs> Where? Just you didn't see the standings. Well, where are they? I know, but where I, are where they? Where did it go? You <laughs> lost the standings. I, I had the standings up, and then this computer things is hard. They, they are. So with the win, they jumped up. That's oh. <laughs> he's in the east. Hold on, hold please. Hold please. They are second placed in the central. Central place in the central. They're two points behind no. the Colorado Avalanche, and they're one point ahead of the Dallas Stars in the central division, and they are in the top. Bracket top three in the central. And then next, the Minnesota Wild has four. And they're ahead of Nashville and Minnesota and Chicago, all with four points. So as of today. <laughs> we knew this would happen. October 21st, the Arizona Coyotes are in a playoff spot. Everybody mark it. Go bet them to make the playoffs right now on DraftKings. Just kidding. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, five um, games in. They got a waste to go. There's, a pl- there's plenty of things, though, you can bet on DraftKings, such as. I don't know, the D-backs game that starts in 27 minutes. So yes. get your bets in right now over at DraftKings. You can also bet on the NFL tomorrow. You can bet on the NHL. Whatever, whatever it is you want, there's something for you to bet on DraftKings. So get in on game day great, greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code PHNX. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. I do have a DraftKings pick of the week. Um, and I'm going to do Cattell Marte over to score a home run, plus 450. Cattell Marte over half, so a home run, um, plus 450 right now on DraftKings. If you're listening to this later, sorry, it's the game's coming up so soon. Um, but Cattell Marte has been, I think, one of the Fire. best players for the D-backs. So, for, I mean, did a homer in this big game? Why not? That's my DraftKings pick of the week um gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort kansas licensee partner golden nugget late charles louisiana 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash foot terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources Ooh, um we had a day today a, a you, can i say day. something to keel really yeah, first? yeah yeah yeah, keel, yeah k-e-i-l i think it's keel okay he had a comment he, he or she talking about how I, there were stretches in the game that that anaheim dominated the puck play remember that uh-huh. one shift in the second period where we sat and go oh my gosh they're so tired yes and it was zegris was out on the ice and they just t- tossed it around and around and around and around it is going to be a concern if they can't get the puck out of the zone and they're doing that against the colorado avalanche or they're doing that against the, the dallas stars they're going to be in trouble so keel's right they've got to figure out a way to get the puck out of the zone so they don't get tired defending and they still have enough legs and juice so they can go the other way by the way keel was a great band in the 80s one of the hair bands in the 80s for leah keel 
All right. Thank you. Um, We had a very eventful day day today. It's a day. Um, It was an incredible day. Good day. Um, And it started this morning at the Out of the Darkness Walk at Salt River Fields. Um, And we had Team PHNX make a showing. We had a bunch of PHNX staff. We had a bunch of PHNX diehards show up. And of course, Kelly, who if you're watching on YouTube is on the far right there, um, co-chaired this event, which was it was a really beautiful, powerful event. I think all of us felt extremely blown away to see how many people showed up. It's really it's it's sad to see how many people are unfortunately affected um, by suicide, but also at the same time, heartwarming to see how many people came together for the cause. Um, And I'm super proud of you know, our team, because we ended up raising $1,224 um, for suicide prevention programs, um, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and Kelly, thank you. She had commented earlier, um, mad props to Craig, Leah, and PD for the long day they had today. They're at the walk this morning, then Illegal Pizza and the Oats games, and now Craig at the ASU game. Absolute best ever. Kelly, you're the best ever. Thank yeah. you for getting us involved in this um, event. And it's just so great and so important to give back to the community so we sincerely um appreciate you for being involved in such something so important and so close to you and to me so it was very powerful because once you get there and see how many people are affected by this yeah it was overwhelming at times um so thanks kelly for for getting us to help participate and a big shout out kelly to molly because Molly was man- <laughs> Just Mo- like you didn't want. I know Molly was manning one of the volunteer stations, Kelly's daughter, and Molly at, at nineteen she had to get up at, at four thirty in the morning. You're grumpy. I but buddy, when you're nineteen, who wants to get up at four thirty in the morning? Grumpy. <laughs> So a big shout out to Molly um, for all her help. Today and as too. Kelly said, you can still get your donations until the 31st, <laughs> which um, the link to donate to our team is in our YouTube description and our audio description right now. So if you're able or willing to yeah. donate or share the link with those who you think might be willing to donate, um, that would be wonderful because the more money we can raise, then hopefully there's, you know, we don't have to have events for this and we can, you know, eradicate suicide altogether. That's the ultimate goal. I know it sounds lofty, but... Um, yeah, I gotta give Caleb. Caleb not only threw an '80s rock band reference, but a dad joke and twisted them all into one. I, I'm in, and I'm gonna read it out loud because if you know, you know. If he teaches her, because there was a comment earlier that I need to, blatantly said I need to teach more '80s rock band, and Caleb said if he teaches her rat references, they are just gonna be going round and round, and that absolutely means nothing to you. No, but if you followed Stephen Piercy and Rat, you'll know exactly what round and round means. Okay. Um, moving on. Moving on to our next event of the day. This one was at Illegal Pete's. Um, and uh, this was all today. This was all today. I know. Jeez. Um. Yeah. So we had an unbelievable turnout at Illegal Pete's for our third ever home opener pregame meetup. And I just have to say, we had a pregame meetup before our first ever home opener in October of 2021. One month after we launched PHNX. And I think maybe six people showed up. Um, Dale was there. Dale Lou was there. Was there. Lou, like, there's yep. people that we still see to this day. But to see the number of people who yes. were there today, so many people who had never been to one of our events yeah. before came for the first time. Um, and it was illegal pizza on us. So that was a really cool event. Um, if you're a diehard, tw- the first 20 people got illegal pizza and drinks at the bar. Yep. Um, it's a true story. Us. So that's, you know. And Leah ran into a couple of, of season. Ticket yeah, holders. we met season ticket holders who didn't know who we didn't were. Know, who are you guys? So if you're watching, thank you so much. And yeah. thanks for taking the photo, by the way. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's what Leah said to her. She goes, what are you guys doing here? 
I'll tell you in a minute. Take our picture first. Yeah. But it, but what? And this again, without me, I'm not going to tear up. I promise. What a community, though. And we sat there, and and I, this is a true emotion. I was embarrassed the first time we did this. Leah goes, "We're doing a meetup in front of the arena, two years ago, right now." And I'm like, "Why? Like, no one even knows who we are." And it was moderately embarrassing. Today, I it was it like today we took over that like. It was so fun. There was table after table after table of people wearing all their coyotes. And it was gear. cool to see like so many coyotes fans in one yes. place in Tempe. And yeah. that's that's why you want to have a community arena like that where you were in a city where you're like, oh my gosh, there was a little bit of a buzz before the game. Yeah. It was so fun. Thanks to all the diehards. It was fantastic. Illegal Pete's was fire yeah. again. I will say this, Illegal Pete's. It was my fault. It was your fault. So don't even say but I'll say this. It's a happy mistake. So I was ordering a bowl. It was extremely busy because the diehards were there. I ordered a bowl and they said, I said chips and queso. And I thought that was the order. And he said queso, but he was still making my bowl. And so the queso went in the bowl on top of my chicken, and which I hadn't done before. I will be doing again. Yeah, I, us- I usually ask for queso on the side, but I, the queso on it. Queso fire. on it? Yeah. But didn't know. I did not know until now. I know it's like green eggs and ham. You don't know what you like <laughs> until you do it. <laughs> and you mix it with that white rice, that cheesy goodness of the uh, it was fire. Oh, it's so good. Fire. Oh. Uh, speaking of fire, can I say one more thing? I'm going to say it you anyway. You can. This is the Saul, platform for you to Saul? speak. <laughs> so Saul, do, do we know Saul? Saul's our boss. He's the general oh manager. My God. General manager of PHNX. <laughs> Saul was at both of the early morning events. So bless him for, for participating. But Saul, I'm 55. Saul ordered shots at 11 in the morning. And he made me and PD take them. He did, which, of course, when your boss says you need a shot, you take the shot. What in the hell was that? It was so good. Mexican candy it, shot. So good. It was sp- PD was dying. It was so spicy for so him. <laughs> the Mexican candy shot, if you haven't taken one. It was really good. The, the alcohol and the liquor, great. But they put s- Mexican spices along the rim of the cup. Tahin. Tahin. Is that what that was? That was tahin. Was it tahin? Yeah. Well, so tahin. <laughs> Petey was not anticipating the Petey in my in my head. I'm thinking salt or sugar. Third I'm thinking salt or sugar at this point from the rim of the glass. No. And so when you when your when your mind's going tahin and salt and you throw in tahin, buddy, it did not hit right. It was like whoa, a little bit of fire. Great shot, but it was a little bit of fire. You was could, not. You could not see coming. us taking that shot on the PHNX Sports Instagram story. And I will say this I, to my son Jackson, who's in his twenties. I was the only one that did this. I did it. You did? You can see it in the video. Okay. I'm but gonna... I only did it after I saw you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to tap. You're, Shane and Sean taught me that. You got it every shot. Every shot you have to tap. tap. Yeah. Tap Saul didn't tap it. I think it's bad luck if you don't tap it. And also, Saul, if you have the pleasure to see Saul on the weekend, he is drinking. And he, <laughs> will, he will drink with you. He's a great time on the weekends. Saul? Yeah. And not so much Monday through Friday. Sorry, I Saul. Didn't Wait. That. I How didn't about say that. Delilah. Ole, ole, no. ole, ole, ole. That's a like a that's a Canadian thing. Like that's a you hear that in the Canadian yeah. games. But Delilah, Delilah, we saw Delilah at many uh, events today too. Yeah, awesome. Um, so again, just another reason to become a diehard. Oh. Join this community. Um, get access to our Discord. Get twenty percent off merchandise. Like. Our brand new uh, shirt. Our brand new shirt. Logan Cooley. Maybe if you wear it to a game, he'll score. <gasps> I've got it ordered. Is is it on the way? No. Oh. Um, well, order yours now because I, this is, we have been told from the higher ups that this shirt is flying off the shelves. Flying off. So, so get it now before yeah, it's get gone. get it now because your size might sell out. Um, yes. Grab it. It's awesome. This shirt is phenomenal. And uh, it's Logan Cooley era. So can't wait it's really cool i i'm i'm, I'm sincere cool i said it like yeah of course i can't wait to wear it to the studio I mean, yeah. i'm pretty excited and i'm gonna say this I, it, 
people that we, we have a lot of phnx shirts we're both wearing phnx mm-hmm. shirts around part of the diehard if you're a diehard you get 20 percent off that yep. i i will love them i wear them every single day every single day right yeah always mm-hmm. you know i'm in a phnx i'm so excited that there's one that's not black yeah because do you know where we live yeah arizona it's a little toasty little black shirts all the time is so gray shirt i'm, I'm so excited to have a gray shirt yeah so thanks eric yep appreciate you buddy. um and speaking of events we have one tomorrow um phnx cardinals away game watch party at that mgm sportsbook at state farm stadium hang with the crew i think buddha baker's back so could be fun hang out Tyler's practicing again so that's yeah exciting. It, there's things are exciting in cardinal land so you can hang out with Bo and johnny tomorrow at the bet mgm sportsbook there'll be ticket raffles prize giveaways and more the link is in our show notes and it's a completely free event um and if you've never been out to the sportsbook it's great so um uh, well we've gone on and on pd we should get out of here before the d-backs game starts and everybody leaves to go watch that yeah. any final thoughts before no we get this out? team after five games is three and two um, they're in a really good place heading to two important games against the LA Kings. I, I think this is going to be where the bar is set on where this team fits in the West. I, I think these, these two games against the LA Kings are extremely important. And I know it's really early, so they're not must wins, but it's it's the gauge of where this team is going to fit. I, so I'm excited to see what happens over the upcoming week when they only have two games in five days. Um, I think this is a big win at home. And I think they need to, to, to continue to have that mullet magic where – Playing at home is a big deal for this yeah. team. They just need to improve their game on the road. If they can do that, the dreaded P word. The playoffs. I'm just saying that. Playoffs. I know it's early. Um, Shout out East Coast diehards. And don't worry, we didn't forget about the punch card. So okay, let's buddy. take a look at it right now because the Coyotes are three and two. When's the last time the Coyotes were three and two know. to start a season? Remember two out. seasons ago when they lost freaking 11 yes. straight? Uh, I do. I do too. That was the first year we did this. 11 yeah. straight, buddy. Yeah, so this is a lot more fun. I'm having a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Joel said, go D-backs. Can you imagine the, what this community is like? Oh, my God. With the diehards we have for this hockey community, what it's going to be like when this team's in the playoffs. And it could be this year. It could. I mean, nobody expected the D-backs to be here. Nobody. Manifest it. I'm all about it. Manifest it. Can you imagine playoffs in the mullet? Oh, my God. Send it. Send it. Full send. I'm in. I can't seriously. I can't wait. Well, LFG. everybody, we appreciate you for being we really here. Do. We we really love and appreciate you all. Whether we meet you in person, or you're here in the chat, or you're in our Discord, or you're just lurking in both. Because I met some of you today who yes. aren't commenters. You just watch. We appreciate all of you. Um, sincerely, this has been a really fun start to the season, and uh, you know it's just the start. So stay tuned. We'll be live after both games next week, and we have a new showtime coming next week. We'll be at 11 a.m. on Monday. A regular so showtime. Be there at 11, and then we'll back. let you know about our new show time on that show and our schedule will always be pinned at the top of our Twitter um, but you can follow us on Twitter speaking of I will never call it X I'm sorry I um, won't either at Peter's Hockey at Liam Merrill at Craig S. Morgan at Emma Ann Clark yeah and you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts enjoy the rest of your Saturday everyone go D-backs and we will see everybody on Monday